Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 424. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. Oh my goodness, Stephanie, I am so super fired up to be here, and it's not just because I'm drinking a Bang Energy drink. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. I'm far more awake than I was last week, but I guarantee our energy levels will not match. Well, that you will. I, I, I think I could probably say you're safe with that assumption. Uh, we are going to do a several new things in this podcast, in this episode even. First and foremost, I want to let everyone know that the big topic for today is the top three things I need to do but haven't, all right? If you can just think for a moment as you're listening to us, is there anything that you know, I mean, you absolutely know, deep down within your soul, you know that you need to do something, but you just haven't done it yet? Well, ask yourself, are there three things? Can you think of the top three things that you need to do, but haven't. Go ahead and grab a piece of paper, write those down, and then we're going to also, Stephanie and I each, individually, have prepared our top three things, and we're gonna give some very important questions that will help us maybe move towards getting those things done. Who knows, maybe? Anyway, Stephanie has her three. I do. I have no idea what they are. You don't. Although you did try to ask me I on did. Sunday, and I was like, uh, that makes for non-authentic conversation. Yeah, we, yeah we've done that it, before. It, it messes with the flow of conversation, because we've had the conversation already, and anyway. Yeah, yeah and we're trying to recreate the spontaneity of So I have the held con- them close to my vest. <laughs> she has. She's pulled, no, I'm just never. <laughs> just <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're not even wearing a vest. I know. So I have my three. Stephanie has no idea. I, yes. So I have my three. As you might imagine, Stephanie does not know mine either. All right. That is going to be what we call the main event or the main topic for this podcast. We're eventually going to get to it. But we have a couple of notes to talk about at, at first. So this is the 400 24th episode of the Family from the Heart podcast. Last week, we put out episode number 423, and it was all about this entrepreneurial couples topic stuff. We were taking live questions from people who were asking for some wisdom or some advice about their relationship with their partners and how it relates to their business. I really like that format. I think we'll probably do more of it, but I think we need to actually address the fact that there are some potential expectations of what this show ought to be compared to what it has been. Stephanie, share some more on this. Elaborate. Well, I think that the 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 intro kind of sets it out. It's it's a family who has given up on 
the ordinary to pursue the lives for which we are created. Um, and, and for a very good long time, we've shared the ups and downs, ins and outs of family in how it pertained to us as we had three small children and then we had three teenagers and um, our family is changing. Uh, our family's, um, well, it's growing and evolving and it doesn't look the same. So the topics won't be the same. Exactly. I, I And I think we can't talk about raising kids anymore. We've done it already. Well, well, first of all, I, I, I think you would agree with me that we have not raised any kids. We didn't. We raised adults. Exactly. And we've, we chose when our children, even from Megan on, we chose that we, we as parents are not going to raise kids. We're raising adults. So, but but our, we do have some young adults now. We do. And, and they are not in the house. And so the stories, may, the stories here, come on up here, buddy. We do have... We do have We Leo. do have one baby. Leo's still going to be very much a part of our family and he'll he'll make it into these podcast episodes. But um I, I think we got some feedback about last week's episode. It's yeah. like, "Oh, that's that's not what I thought family from the heart is." And okay, I'm going to call somebody out. One of them is like it, it, it's it's your your mom. Yeah, I'm aware. She's like, uh, yeah. but she's not the only one who said something. I know so. some other people did as well. It's like you know, I tune into the show to find out what's going on with Cliff and Stephanie and the family, and I tune into this podcast, and you guys are saying family from the heart is back, and here you are having chats with people about business. Yeah, and I'm like, well, th- th- that's kind of where our that's where Stephanie and I are in our family dynamics. And, you know, what's wrong with that? But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with it. But at the same time, I do understand the fact that when you have over 400 episodes of Cliff and Stephanie just talking about family life, as it relates to us who are also building a business and things like that, you can can get people used to a specific format and kind of go into shock. And So, so my apologies for putting you all into shock. Well, I had brought this up before. And you're like, oh no, it's fine. Because it, it, I do think it's fine. This is the this is the right place for for this content. And um, well, it's just because there's an audience there. And I, so we can put it on the feedback. But I was hesitant from the beginning. Do we just change the way things are without saying we're changing the way things are? So now we're just saying we're changing the way things are. Yeah, because well, well, we're navigating it. We're let me tell you, we're using the MSU business model yes. for all things, both family and business. We've done that from the beginning. <laughs> and if you guys have not heard about the MSU business model and you're taking notes, by all means, write down MSU business model. And I'm going to make it family friendly. I figured you would. Making stuff up. Yeah. But if you like the less friend, family-friendly version, you can put the four-letter SH, mm, you yes. know, yeah. Making stuff up. That's that's how we do it. And we're making stuff up as we go along with this podcast. But here's, here's I think, so the first thing is, is well, could, we could have just started another podcast. We could have. Entrepreneurial couples with Cliff and Stephanie, you know, and, and all that good jazz. But there is this long-standing podcast where you and I have come together and talked about what it's like to navigate 
having a business and also balancing it with family. That has actually been the essence of this show. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not. I'm okay. No, I, I'm, I'm not arguing. I'm not saying you and I are opposed to each other, but that has been the essence. But so much of the focus of that has been on the family side, not so much the business side. Although quite, you go through the archives. I'm, I'm mostly talking about business stuff. Stephanie's mostly talking about family stuff. Um, so what I think we could do with the format of the show, because I was thinking it's like, do we change the name of the show? And do one of those things. And I was, matter of fact, I've reached out to Jenny Hampson. Hello, Jenny. I know that you're listening. Um, I reached out to Jenny Hampson, who does a lot of our podcast artwork. And she's agreed to do some new artwork for the show. Because, you know, the current artwork's a little outdated. And the the thing is, is I'm wondering, should I have her li- like little put a little thing, family and put and business, you know, like kind of like written in and handwriting family and business from the heart. I don't know. We we're still ironing that out. But what I do think would be great is to have a topic that's more in line with what we're kind of talking about today. And, and you are definitely at a stage where you're coming more into the business mm-hmm. side of things. Do you want to elaborate on that any? There's that's all the I don't think there needs to be any elaboration. All right. So, Stephanie is I'm de- I'm defining my next stage of life and that will be more work in a business in the business than work in the home. There you go. And because of that, and the fact that this show has been and always will be for as long as Family from the Heart exists, Stephanie and I talking about what's been going on in our family, and Stephanie and I as a married couple with or without children information, we as husband and wife are family. Yes, we are. And we have, in the, the tagline, you know, a We family. just have less things to talk about outside of the business. Potentially. It... it, it, it our kids are not involved in our daily life every single day like they once were. Stephanie is still very much involved in talking with Megan every single day of her life because that's just how her and Megan's relationship is. McKenna still lives at home, but, you know, we see her when it's time to eat. <laughs> I see her plenty. I know. You might you might have issues with your relationship with McKenna, but I see her every day. No, I don't have issues with her. I just don't see her as much as you do. So intentionally tried to see her more. Okay. Because pretty soon she'll be gone too. Are you hinting that this is one of my top three things that I need to do but haven't, Stephanie? I I don't know. (laughs) I'm not, is it? (laughs) It it wasn't on my list, but maybe I need to change the title to the top four things. I'm just just saying. I mean, if, if if this is your way of hinting at me. I ain't hinting at you for anything. Oh, I'll t- I know what you're doing. You're your relationship with our children is your responsibility. You are using mine. psycho manipulative tactics. Do not to use bring- that M word to describe me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You will. You will you, not like it. You are hinting that maybe I should do this so that one day when I decide to do it, I'll think it was my idea and it was really you just planting the seed. I've been doing that our entire marriage. I know. Ah, anyway, 
So, let's talk about family updates. So, okay. so that, that's what I want to do. We're, we'll have a topic that probably will be very kind of entrepreneurial couples focused. Um, and yeah, so we'll have that. But I think we'll start off with family updates if there are some family updates to share. So, okay. family updates. Family updates. Um, well, we got a very long text message yesterday about um, graduation. Megan will be graduating from college in um, May. And that is both exciting and scary. Um, I just only see exciting because that means less. That just means that money gets reallocated to another child. Exactly. Well, hold on. <laughs> we have three kids in college now. It means only two kids in college. I, I'm aware. Yeah. So, I got it. so to me, it's only exciting. So, I am not scared for you at all, Megan. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um. So, so that that that's exciting, and just and I'm saying scary, just in trying to like wrap my mind around the fact that I'm I have a ch- child graduating college, like that that. Yeah, it, it it happened pretty quick. It did. It happened. It happened really quick. Um, I'm sure it didn't feel as quick for her, but it it did for me. Um, but she called. I think it was this morning. Um, so she has an internship in Nashville. So she travels like um, an hour and a half to work twice a week, and she calls me a lot of times on that drive. And we were talking this morning while she was driving in, and she was telling me how exciting how excited she is that she has a partner who likes grocery shopping with her and she was telling me about her and um, Jacob's experience at the grocery store last night and just that they went to a different Kroger and they will continue to go out of their way to go to this Kroger and that they had such a good time picking out their meals and that they were healthy anyway so she's telling me all of these things and um i'm just like she got that from us <laughs> yep making making the grocery trip a date and a fun experience rather than just something that you know oh, i got to go to the grocery um i love that she's doing that 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 she's taking that that, that with was her inspired because by we our- didn't start that until after she left for college yeah but she was very much aware of it because, because my grocery partner went to college <laughs> I had to replace her. You've been replaced, Megan. And I appreciate that. I'm so thrilled you moved to college so that I could have an additional date every week with your mom. But I, I love that they're, they're doing that and they're having a good time. And so that. Yes. Yeah, so that real happy. quickly, Megan went to college and she's going to graduate. She, her major and minors are. Um, she will have, um, she majored in communications. She minored in American Sign Language. And she will have a second minor, which is some type of event planning, but I don't know the actual title of it. Got it. So. And her desired occupation is? She wants to be a wedding planner. Yep. And she did uh, wedding ed- like leadership or management um, facilitator or something like that. She was assistant at Lost River Cave for a while. Sure, she's on her second. She's on her second internship. Um, the first one, she was the assistant to the coordinator to the event coordinator at Lost River Cave, which they are very well known for doing weddings. Yep. And she 
got to be involved in a lot of weddings. Stunning, stunning venue if you want an outside small ceremony. Yep. It, it really is beautiful. And then she's at a pretty um, big place down in Nashville. Yeah. Right now. And she recently reached out to me and says, Dad, can you help me uh, craft an email? I want to reach out to some people and ask for if there are job opportunities or internship opportunities in the Bowling Green area. So I helped her craft and draft an email. She made it her own, and she sent it out to a bunch of different wedding planners in Bowling Green. She's connected with, I think, two or three of them already. And one of them uh, finally reached back out to her and says, wow, I'd love to meet you and have coffee or something. And they got together and chatted. And it looks like there's going to be a potential internship that's going to start pretty soon. and Through the summer. Through the summer that will have to be unpaid, but... With the expectation that after so many events, uh, she would be, come on as an assistant, I think. I believe, yeah. But it, it's the person that we're talking about here is a situation where this girl is full-time self-employed as a wedding planner. Well, She's Megan, an entrepreneur doing exactly what Megan wants to do. Well, that's how she described her. Even the first, so she met her, um, she met her while she worked at Lost River Cave. Because Allie planned a wedding that was taking place at the cave. And so that's the first time that she met her. And she, she, even that day, I remember that day that she met her, she said, mom, I just met the person that I want to be. Yeah. Like, this is what I want to do. She's doing exactly what I want to do. So Matthew. Matthew is loving um, Western and... Um, we were very surprised. Well, I was, I assume you were too, to get a call about a month ago that said he's actually staying at Western because leading up to that, he had been hinting that he might be transferring to NKU, to NKU and moving back home. Um, uh, not this semester, but next semester. But it, for August. And, um, and the reason for that? The girlfriend lives here. <laughs> yeah. So when he decided to go to Western, he did not have a girlfriend. By the time he went to Western, he did have a girlfriend. <laughs> and they were very serious. And uh, I, you know, still haven't chatted. I, I did have a FaceTime call with Matthew just the other morning. He uh, yesterday, I think, I or the day before. I think it was yesterday because I talked to him yesterday also, and he said I just talked. Yeah. 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 We had a chat. But anyway, so yeah, what's he going to college for? So he has decided he wants to declare and be a film major. Doesn't yet know um, what direction he will take. He will have to get farther into that major to decide if he's more into directing or producing or if he wants to screenwrite or you know whatever. But um, but he has decided to declare as a film major. That's awesome. He originally thought he would go. He was his original major was education. He thought he'd be a school teacher. Um, he's changed his mind on that. I I can't say that I'm not excited about that. <laughs> right. I, although I mean. In all fairness, I will say that I not once, Mm -mm. you know, gave any concern about it and made any judgment, shared any of my feelings personally about that decision. Uh, And and he came to that conclusion on his own after attending some classes and talking about that industry and and stuff like that. And I'm thrilled he came to that conclusion personally. Not and and no offense to anybody. I'm not. I'm not so much that he decided not to be a teacher in that. He got down there and he's like, well, I don't necessarily need to teach in high school to help people. I want to help people, but yes, he wants there to are teach. different ways to do it. And then he's taking this film class that was really just an elective and he gets in and he's 
this is where he's falling in love. This is where he wants, you know, and so he's like, I'm going to declare as a film major. Yeah. And there's a lot of opportunities there as well. And still serious with the girlfriend. They, he comes home about every three weeks because that's about how far, that's about how long they can go without seeing each other. And um, yeah. And I, I, yeah, I think, yeah, it's, it's a, it's, it's a good situation there. And then McKenna. So Jane is um, so done with high school and is currently only in high school for 90 minutes a day, but she's ready to be completely done and has started taking two classes at Northern Kentucky University um, through their um, scholar-based program. Loves it. Absolutely loves it. She has a third class that's starting at the... um, end of March, third week of March that um, she's looking forward to. And that class is actually to, um, it's to decide if she wants to explore an area of study further. She's like, I'll, I'll take this and that'll let me know if I want to go this route or not. Um, and next year, starting in August, she will only go to NKU. So her entire senior year of high school, she will spend taking college classes. Earning earning credits, credits for towards, college. Yeah. And then it's she'll very go to possible, Western still? And she's, yes, she's only taking, um, she's making sure to only take classes where her credits will transfer Good. to Western. And um, it's very possible that McKenna will graduate before Matthew. That's so funny. Isn't that hilarious? It is very so hilarious. I find it very funny. I bet he won't, but it's still, I think it's funny. It's fun. It's exciting. It's life is an adventure and so, it's not a, it's not a race. Nope. You know, we, she's doing very well. So she has, she has her job. She has her classes. Like she stays busy. And when she's not doing that, she wants to be left alone. Yep. But that's because she's an introvert. Not because she's, you know, alone. <laughs> she she's, just needs that time to, she's like her dad to, um, re-energize. She yep. doesn't get her energy from Bang Energy Drink. She gets it from her alone time. <laughs> I don't get my energy from Bang Energy Drinks. I recover from my <laughs> extended hibernation naps in the <laughs> afternoon with the Bang Energy Drink. That's actually not completely true because you have them in the morning. Okay, fair enough. Well, that's an extended hibernation nap overnight. Okay? Anyway, all right. So, Stephanie, mm. uh, what, tell uh, family side for you. So not business side, family side for Stephanie. I walk my dog. I feed my teenager. <laughs> That's about it. She I got my hair done today. Got my like, hair done. I really, I have such a. Um, and, and you read a lot. And I, well, I was getting there. And I mean, I, I read obsessively. I absolutely love to read. Cool. And taking baths in Epsom salt. Well, that's more medical than, but yeah. <laughs> There you go. And then for me on the family side, mm-hmm. I have a new, I, I hesitate to call it a hobby, a new passion. How's that? I have a new passion. I purchased some drawing supplies, art supplies, and I have been drawing every day since I got them. Today is day four and I have been sketching. So I am loving that. I have not Prior to four days ago, I have not created a piece of art in that way. Like draw, I mean, I'm an I consider myself to be an artist, and I consider 
my communication and art, my podcast content isn't a form of art, speaking publicly is a form of art. So I, I consider myself to be a creator, an artist, but when it comes to the physical using my hands to create a piece of art in that way, I haven't touched art supplies since high school art class. And I wasn't very good back then, but it is, I, I mostly took those classes because they were required, not because I had this great passion for art. But when I was a kid, I did love art. Not that I ever thought this is something I would want to do, not that I was incredibly talented, but I just always enjoyed creating art, whether it was popsicle sticks and a glue gun building buildings out of it, um, or whether it was playing with a charcoal drawing set when I was a kid. I just really enjoyed just being creative with my hands. And so I had uh, decided over the last couple of months, I want to get back into that. And there had been a number of times I'm like, Stephanie, let's go down the, art, the school supply aisle. And there's been nothing that really calls out to me. And then you said, hey, I need to go to Barnes & Noble. And I'm like, hey, how about I drive you? I think I asked you to drive me. All right, and so I I ended up buying. I have I have a whole box over here, a whole kit of graphite drawing pencils and charcoal drawing pencils, and all of the supplies that go with it. And I've been creating content. I, I've been creating art every day for the last four days. And if you want, you can see it on my Instagram profile, Instagram dot com slash cliff eotc which stands for cliff encouraging others through christ yes awesome so there now are we, we, i wonder how many days in a row this will go though what do you i i have no intention of being like like upset like, but when you when you have your your day that you don't make it are you just never going to draw again no no not at all are you sure yeah i'm pretty this sure this isn't this isn't the this isn't the ham radio or the bass guitar or podcasting is the only thing that ever stuck. I'm going to buy all of this equipment you, you, and I'm going to podcast and I'm really, going to use it. You, and I'm gonna, you and really, podcast is the only thing that's stuck. <laughs> you really believe that podcasting is the only thing that has stuck? No, but it's okay. a fun joke. Okay. A fun joke, but one that I will say there have been many things. As a matter of fact, I am also very seriously considering going out and buying a bass guitar and an amplifier. No, there's nowhere to put it. <laughs> Would you look around you? Yeah, so no. Just take a moment I, and look around. My office is 800 square feet. There is room in this office for a bass guitar and an amplifier. Okay. What's wrong with that? Absolutely nothing. You do you. No, I want to hear what's wrong with it. Nothing is wrong with it. I, I want to hear what... Nothing is wrong with it. I have been riding your OCD for 26 years. <laughs> it is fine. You I'm know, sure it will look really good in that corner over there when you're not. You say that, but let me ask you something. What? Ask your daughter, our oldest one. Okay. All right. You ask her, does she have any memories of her dad and the bass guitar? Do you know what she would say? No, I don't. Because well, I don't have any memories of her dad and the bass guitar. Okay, well, I have a memory of it buying it and selling it. That's that, about see, it. That, and l let me tell you something. I have both of those memories, but I personally have memories of countless hours of pure joy playing that bass guitar. 
and teaching myself some of my favorite bass riffs, riffs using tabs, teaching myself how to play things by ear, knowing that I'm not that great at it, but I created my very own blues song called My Megan Poo. I wrote my own song and sang it to my daughter every day. Okay. I loved my bass guitar. I know, and I can give you, here's the thing, I could give you a hard time until you're blue in the face defending yourselves, but I've never not, I've never stopped you from following one of these yeah, I mean, passions or whims or whatever you want to call them. And I don't you do di- you. I, thank because you. Because you know what? What? I'm going to do me. I know. Exactly. So I don't. But being me is giving you a hard time. <laughs> it, the two, they, they don't not coexist. I understand that. But I'm still going to stand up for myself and say what I want to say because that's me doing me. What do you mean? You want to talk? Yes. I wasn't getting that. <laughs> So, how's it feel to be interrupted all the time? I will say that there are certainly an incredibly large number of things that I have seen as bright, shiny objects that capture my attention. I do seem to get a little bit hyper focused, maybe borderline obsessive compulsive about said focus. I go all in on it for a very long period of time. And there are many, if not most things, that I eventually lose all interest in and never pick it up again. But who I am today includes everything I've learned and experienced from each and every one of those intense areas of focus and passion. And so... Yeah, did I buy a bass guitar for way more than we could afford at the time? Yes, I did. Did I sell it for literally less than pennies on the dollar, like fractions of a penny on the dollar when when I was done with it? Yes. Was it a bad investment? Absolutely not. I didn't say it was. I know, but I'm... I asked if you should buy a new one. Maybe you should rent one first. <laughs> I Actually, I was actually thinking about just going on Facebook Marketplace and see what I can find around and rather than going out and buying something new. And then if I do like fall in love with it, then maybe go go the whole route of buying something new. All righty. So with now the personal family stuff, that's it. That's your update. Now, whether or not we'll have anything new on the personal family side between now and next week, we'll have to see. Oh, one last thing on the personal family side. We did just do something that's unique. First time ever for us. Okay. We booked a hotel <laughs> with did. a filter that had to be pet friendly. <laughs> we did. Why? Because Leo is going to Megan's graduation. <laughs> or at least he's going to Bowling Green. <laughs> he's going to Bowling Green. Whether or not, we, you know what? We need to see if we can shop around and just find like service animal vest. If he was, <laughs> but, but you could, but this little puppy, he, he can't sit he, still. He wants to jump on everybody that that's around, so they're not going to buy it. Yeah, but he cannot sit still. As, that's not to say that we couldn't find a vest that still says it. <laughs> Leo, can we teach you to be a service animal? he's laying on the couch he's like listen i'm just gonna nap over here anyway so yes Yes. first time ever we have booked a hotel room that is pet friendly yeah anyway see how it goes all right 
Um, next thing, this is actually on the business side of things. Stephanie, you and I have been talking. So I have been leading mastermind groups, like paid mastermind groups, all the way back to 2012 when I started the podcast mastermind. And then since 2017 as the next level mastermind. You, tell us a little bit of experience that you've had in facilitating paid mastermind group. So I had a mastermind from fall of 2018 until spring of 2020. So about a year and a half. And what was this mastermind group? Tell us about it. What was the name of it? Free. free to thrive <laughs> oh no hold on i didn't forget the name of it i often call it the wrong name because your podcast because, is thriving mosaic right and um when you use the same word over and over again you just get confused sometimes um so it was it was um for women who wanted to thrive in life not just survive in life and breaking patterns and cycles and setting boundaries. And these are the things that we talked about. Right. So, and the reason why you started that earlier than you had anticipated was why? Because I was asked to. By? Um, Several women who attended Free the Dream 2018. What's Stephanie doing? When's Stephanie doing this? And there, there was a... There was a need and there was a desire. And so I filled that. Awesome. And you and did, I loved it. Yep. And you did it for a year and a half. And at one point you realized there, you know, at the time. When Matthew graduated high school, McKenna no longer had a ride to school. And I had a, I had a call that interrupted with pickup time. And so I was going to have to reevaluate my schedule. And um, I, even with one, even with one child in the house, I want to be 100% accessible. That doesn't mean I won't work. It doesn't mean I won't do things. And I'm defining that now. But she's still my number one job. Yeah. Until the day we drop her off to her dorm room in Bowling Green, she is my number one job. Gotcha. So, Except and, by me, not by anyone else. Exactly. So, um, however, you know, you've been mentioning that you're interested in getting more involved in some projects in the business and things like that. Uh, you and I creating things together. Stephanie and I have done a free to thrive marriage workshop. Yep. And uh, we had how many couples came to that? Is that four or five? The Arnolds, the Mullins, Lipsky's. Who else was there? Bellamy's. The Bellamy's. Four. Is there four? Is it just the four couples? I'm I, forgetting one. I, think I don't know. The Arnolds? Did I say that? You said that. Okay. That's where we started. Anyway, but uh, there were four or five couples that came to that. It was a weekend workshop here in the Next Level Studio. That, just you thinking might be right. about how the tables were set up, I yep. think there were four. So uh, that was incredible. And I think, didn't your, wasn't th- most of those people in your mastermind group? Yes, except for one couple. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at one point, most of them were in a mastermind group with me. Yes. So uh, that, that's interesting how that worked out. So 
The fun part was here I'm in a mastermind group with the husbands of most of the people who are the wives in Stephanie's group. And all of them have some entrepreneurial interests, at least one member or the other, like either the husband or the wife. And in some cases, both. But anyway, so we had this. We've done, before we ever did the Free the Dream conference, which was what created this Free the Dream community uh, branding that we have here, Stephanie and I thought our first conference would be a marriage conference. Is that accurate to stay? Yeah, I think that's accurate. Because our marriage for the first, was it, how many years were we married before we went to the Family Life Marriage Conference? Seven, I think. And, you know, the first seven years of our marriage was, I mean, I think it was pretty good comparative to most people's first seven years in marriage. I mean, it was, it was, it was adequate, <laughs> but it was, there was so much that we did not know. And Stephanie's mom has been married multiple times. My mom uh, divorced my biological dad and got remarried. And so there's, and and of course, my mom and my biological dad weren't friendly with one another. <laughs> I, I think that's fair to say. And, that's nice. and And I would say that your dad and your mom were not friendly with one another. Are still not friendly with one another. Uh, so, you know, we, we each experienced a lot of that dynamic. Um, and, you know, we, we, and, and lots of other things. So... It, it's just been, you know, we we had a lot of things that we still didn't know. We we had a lot of things that we recognized that we don't want to have our kids experience. And not to mention the fact that I came from this crazy religious background that had some really weird mindsets and views about husbands and wives and wives being submissive and and. I, I, I did not I did not marry a submit a submissive girl. I just didn't. Nope. So uh that that was and I tried. I tried to change you. <laughs> I did. I thought I thought taking you to this marriage conference 7 years into our marriage would fix everything. I thought for sure she's finally going to go. We're going to go to this marriage <laughs> conference and they're going to fix her. I didn't. I'm just. I'm I know at, you are. I'm totally kidding. I know you are. <laughs> but subconsciously, I bet you there was something in there. It's some truth in that. But we went, and it changed our world. Uh, I let me ask you, Stephanie. What was one of the biggest insights that you came away from that first conference? Communication. What specifically? Um. How to communicate specifically? Um learning how you hear what I say because sometimes the words that I use are not the words that you hear or the words that I you you hear a different tone or a different intent or so I learned to clarify what I was saying so that you knew what I actually meant um well I've never really had a problem saying what I mean but me hearing what you but mean but you hearing what I mean was, was sometimes takes so, a third or fourth pass right and um <laughs> <laughs> that's fair sometimes we gotta read it and write it and 
let me Here. let me let me create a vision board for you husband um but i think that that i also i learned that that um that there are diff- i don't even remember what they called them but but basically that that arguing personalities so i am a come out swinging arguer or fighter we don't fight we have we don't always see eye to eye but we work through it and we, we don't fight like we have disagreeing we have disagreeing perspectives on things where each of us very strongly believe what we believe and we're not willing to budge but we don't but fight. we work through it and you know we, i think maybe in, how, how many years we've been married for 25 plus years yeah and I think we've probably had what three to five fights, like, probably like 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 really yeah like an argument fight and um probably I think there were probably more in those first well, seven years, but you know we blocked that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I but what I learned was that that I am a a come out swinging. I want to I want to deal with it. I want to work through it. I want to get it over with. I want to make sure I'm heard. I want, you know, and you're, you were more of a hide under the bed. Let's stew on it for a few days and find out how we really feel. And, you know, let's build up some resentment and, you know, um, and, uh, so knowing that and learning how to communicate changed the way that we could argue. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, do, okay. So one of the things that I remember in the communication that was so helpful to me was when we're having, let's just say a debate about differing perspectives. One of the things that I used to do is like, no, but the other day you said this and you're like, I never said that. I'm telling you, you said this. And so that that would be how our communication was before. And so after this conference and learning these communic, do you want me to just? I would like this? to just tell her that we're. She she's hung up. Who is it? Okay, it's it's Megan. She knows where we're at on Wednesday afternoons. I don't I don't know, but anyway. Okay, so um, she'll start calling her siblings. Well, what happened to mom? I know, <laughs> mom didn't answer my call. <laughs> so uh, after the conference, that same. Uh, conversation actually and that's a great thing we began to have conversation conversations rather than arguments mm-hmm. rather than debates and and so what i would say is I, I would say okay so you're saying so what i this is what i've just heard okay but the other day what i heard you say was this and that's a whole different thing than you said it is what i heard and sometimes in a conversation in real time it's like okay so what i hear you saying is is this is is what i'm hearing is this and you're like no that's not what i'm saying and so we so my greatest takeaway was communication and to not i mean it to put a name to what you were just to not play the blame game to not you did this or you said this or you i heard this yeah communication was my number one takeaway from that event as well uh but also on top of that i came away with the real clear understanding 
that it is not your responsibility to make me happy and it's not my responsibility to make you happy that and uh, so so for example ha- happiness peace love joy all of that is my responsibility and for for me and for you, that's your responsibility. You can't say, well, you make me so angry. It's like, I didn't do anything. You didn't, I, man, I, I chose to I be angry. I just did some things. You chose to be angry. <laughs> I, I, Sorry, I'm just, you know, that's that's not on me. I don't you know? feel like that came from, I don't, I don't feel like that came from that conference for me. I feel like that came from UPW. Okay, that's fair. Are you mixing the two? I, I'm I'm just asking. Who knows? It's all in the past to it's me. It's all I know. It's just it's just another conference, really. It's just another <laughs> event. Just, they just all run together. I, but I I feel like I didn't learn that until much later. Okay, well that's fair. You're you're probably right. So that might have been in June 2015 or 16 when 16 when we went to UPW. Yeah, because the power if I within. if I had to think back, like when we in seven years in was that 2006? Um, no, 2000. Four. Four. Three. 2003 or four. Because it was before Jane. Um, yes. Because <laughs> I was very pregnant with McKenna the next time we went, which was the next year. We went two years back to back. Yep. Um, but I was still very much living in that. I was wrong because I wasn't submissive. We were still very heavily involved in the traditional um, performance-based performance Christianity. Based Christianity, and I still struggled and lived under the weight of I was doing it wrong. So I don't think I learned that lesson until much later. Much later, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, and then, but the, and another thing that I learned, and and all of this, wherever we learned it from is why we have such a passion to share this with others. Uh, the, the third big lesson in, in being a couple is, and this came out last week in one of the people who came mm-hmm. into the question, and I, I think it was Lee or somebody who came up, and it, that is, dude, there ain't no changing your partner. Uh, don't. There is no fixing them. There is no changing them. Uh, one of the things that I learned, it is not, not only is it not my responsibility for you to change who you are or what you do or what your experience of life is. It's really not a wise idea for me to try to put my expectations of what would be in your best interests on you at all uh, to, 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 for each of us to take um, responsibility for our own journey of personal and growth, spiritual growth or any other kind of growth. And, and quite honestly for us, our wedding Vows were very traditional in that for better or worse. And if you currently have a scenario where the view or filter or glasses that you're looking at your spouse is that, ah, there could be better. <laughs> well, you said for better or for worse. So just, you know. Right. That's, that doesn't that's have to mean chose. circumstances. That doesn't exactly. have to right. this, is, this is just what you... On the, on the same note of that, um, I had a very life transformational experience in 2012 and the wife that came home to you was not the wife that left the week before and to walk in to to be able to come into to be able to come back into my safe space 
and it still be my safe space and to be accepted and like I don't know any other man who has rolled with that the way that you did. Yeah. Well, I, I think it it number one was jarring and shocking, but at the same time, it was exhilarating to see you be you uh, and not be who you thought I wanted you to be or church leaders wanted you to be or it parents wanted you to be or your friends wanted you to be. So it's 2012. I was... 32, 33, and it was the first time in my life that I was me. Yeah. Just me. Do you want to do a podcast episode next week talking about your transformation and that experience? I can try to do that. You'd have to outline some of it so that you have a, do you want to? Yeah, I can do that. Awesome. All right, so Stephanie, <laughs> with about 10 minutes left. Although I don't really remember the Stephanie before 2012, so I hope you can. Well, we we'll, really can. we'll 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 make up whatever we can we'll remember. Make it up. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Uh, what is it? <laughs> what? MSU. MSU making stuff up. All right. So, I'm just looking at my calendar here cuz I have to leave at 5 p.m. So, we st- we still got time. Yeah, we got plenty of time. All right. So, Stephanie, yes. top 3 things I need to do but haven't. Okay. Now, you want he, them all three at once? Uh, ye, let's start with one. Okay. Now, here's here's here are the questions for those of you who actually went and got a notepad and a piece of paper to write down some notes. So the first question is, what are what are the top three things I need to do but haven't? That's question number one. All right. Number question number two. Why do you feel you, quote unquote, need to do it? The next question, why have you put it off? The next question, are you ready to commit to action now? What actions are you committed to? And is there a deadline? All right, so we'll go through this. Stephanie, what is your what is your first? My first is actually kind of cheating. Okay. Because it is um, eating right and working out. Okay, and why is that cheating? Because it's two. Okay. <laughs> As one. Fitness, la- I, I, physical I feel fitness. Like, yeah, I feel like they go together. Yeah. All right. Or I so, could say taking care of my body. Like they're. It's physical fitness. It's physical fitness. You're right. Working out. All right, so fit, eating right, working out. Um, why do you feel like you need to do these two things? Because I was my best self when I was. <laughs> in 2018, I was in what I would call my peak physical condition. I was feeling really good. I working out two hours a day. I was eating very well. In May of 2018, um, I had a hysterectomy, which automatically put me out for four to six weeks. I did recover from that very quickly, but I never quite got back into my same habits, into my same um, routine. And I've had a couple of starts and stops since then, but I think 
feel for the majority of the time since that surgery has been ugh. yeah yeah so 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 that's why I need to because I I know what the other side looks like all right and you miss feeling and that feels way. like mm-hmm. all right why have you been putting them off because I also like sitting down and reading and I like sugar <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Are you ready to commit to action now? I've been working on it. I I have. Um, I had a really good week of working out. I did get derailed with some body tiredness due to other things. I got a doctor's appointment coming up. I'm working through that. Um, and I have been eating a lot better the last few weeks. So I I have been working on it. All right. Is there any actions that you think that you should commit to? Um, I will. I, I'm going to set a more regular workout time rather than just I have to do this today or I'm going to do this today. Um, but I think I'm going to set an intentional time and try that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, is, is there any deadlines? Well, you know, before I destroy my body completely. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> that would be a good deadline. All right. Um, what? Happened? All right. What's your number one? I had a third thing here, but it's not it's not listed, and I don't really know if I remember it. But anyway, my first one is schedule my tax return appointment with my CPA. <laughs> Why are you putting that? <laughs> Uh, why do I feel like I need to do it? it it's great because to avoid. Because you got a deadline. <laughs> it's great to avoid prison for tax evasion. Uh, although I think they owe me money, so I'm sh- pretty sure it's not tax evasion. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but I it, it's it's pretty much requirement. But they don't want to pay it to you. So yeah. hey, by the way, Megan's on Clubhouse now. Hey, Megan, uh, we didn't answer your call because we're on Clubhouse. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Um. Yeah, so uh, that's why you need to do it. Uh, why why have you put it off? Because, well, there's no penalty for waiting another couple of days. It's not because his wife isn't asking him, did you make that appointment yet? Did you make that appointment yeah. yet? You know, I, 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 I sometimes simply just choose to procrastinate on purpose. There are higher priority things, things that I enjoy doing. Not necessarily higher priority, just things that you want to do more. And so, therefore, the fact that I want to do them more makes it a higher priority to me and my values. Okay. My values dictate... But think about how much you could enjoy those things if you just did it in February and it was done and it was over with. Yeah. I So, little newsflash, it, <laughs> my enjoyment of the things I've chosen to do other than schedule that appointment Fair has enough. not been hindered by the fact that this is not done. Fair enough. <laughs> But I do need to do it. I recognize that. And we have until, what is it, March 4th, April 14th, April 15th, 15th, you know, to get those things done. And I recognize that I'm not going to force my CPA to to do things at the last minute with everyone else. And so uh, what actions am I, am I ready to commit to action now? Yes, I, I will. I am committed to calling the CPA and scheduling the date and getting all the paperwork in line so that I can scan it and send it over to him. All right. Uh, so th- those are the actions I'm committed to. And is there a deadline? And I would say this will be done by the end of the day, Monday. Okay. Uh, how's that? Perfect. So 
by end of day Monday. All, all three of my things are in here. They just, one got actually pushed down as a subsection. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So Stephanie, what's your second one? My second one is um, wreath making. All right. Okay. Why do you need to do it? Because I have, I, I, I have a compulsion for buying supplies. <laughs> And so you feel like I need to so I should probably, justify I should the probably purchases. get them out of the bag and create something with them before I, you know, buy more supplies. Have you thought about um, taking like we could go outdoors where the light is absolutely awesome and taking pictures of your wreaths and just posting them like in the HOA group and say, hey, if anybody I have not is. We tried to Talk take pictures. Talk about saving on, shift, on shipping. Right. We tried to take pictures on our front door, but our front door is glass. And so you can, you catch a reflection yeah. and it, it didn't really work. So, but yeah, anyway. I have a ton. I mean, I'm not even kidding. A ton of supplies and they need to be used. Also, I'm running out of space in my craft room to hold said supplies. So are you ready to commit to action now? Yes. What actions and by, is there a deadline? Um, the deadline would be, you know, before I go back to the craft store, <laughs> <laughs> which I actually have no plans to do. I did go to the craft store last week and bought stuff to make a baby blanket and did not buy stuff to make reeds. So that that's that's a step in the right direction. All right. That's when, a win. So question for you. Is there a date for which you will actually begin the process of your next wreath? What's today? Today is Wednesday. I'll start one tomorrow. There you go. On a scale of one to 10, how likely are you to do that tomorrow? 9.5. There you go. That's That worked. All right. Uh, my second one, Stephanie, is I need to schedule more clubhouse sessions slash community voice podcast episodes. So just like this is a clubhouse session mm -hmm. that you and I are doing weekly, that is also a Family from the Heart episode that's getting recorded. You've been doing that with community members, right? Exactly. So I wanted I want to schedule more clubhouse sessions slash community voice podcast episodes with current and prior clients because I've worked with some incredible people who have lots of varied experiences. I just did one with Stephen Faust titled uh, "The Journey from." Uh, corporate to entrepreneur. I've got friends who have written books, how to self, how to write and self-publish your book within three months or something like that. I, there's all sorts. I had one with Kevin Davis about health and fitness for entrepreneurs. So very, these people have incredible insights and I could just totally benefit from creating an environment, giving them exposure for the stuff that they do, giving value, additional value to free the dream community members here on Clubhouse not to mention, by the way, I'm answering the question, why do I need to do these things? Um, it creates content for those podcast uh, shows, which is great because there's an audience there that never listened to us on Clubhouse. Um, and Clubhouse, if, if I title the room right, every single time there are people who join these rooms who have never heard of Cliff Ravenscraft or Stephanie Ravenscraft mm -hmm. or anything, but they see the title in Clubhouse and they come in. And so... There's just a lot of reasons why it makes a lot of sense to do that. So that's what I need to do. Uh, why have I been putting it off? I've been actually kind of, uh, I, I won't say busy, but I have, 
I've had a full schedule of commitments and and things of that nature, but I am committed to getting those scheduled, and I will also have at least two of them scheduled by the end of the day this coming Monday. Okay. So that's two. Gosh, I got lots of stuff to do. You're going to be busy on Monday. No, I'm not waiting until Monday. I just say by the end of the day Monday. I'm kidding. Okay. okay. What's your third? Third. It's decluttering this house. Okay. And why does this need to be happening? Um, why does this need to be happening? To make better use of the space that we have. This is a big house. And there's a lot that could be used better if it was decluttered. What would it make possible if you did the decluttering? What would it What would it make possible? I don't even I don't know that the answer to that would it make you feel better? Because I think it would just make me feel better. And so if is you that, felt, yeah. And what would it, what would be possible if you felt better? I'd make more reads. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Are you committed to action? No. Okay. <laughs> if you were committed to action, what actions would you take? I would go room by room and, and make a list and make a list and, and, and then, and start one room at a time and, and work my way through. Is there any sort of deadline deadline where you'd like to at least have the list of room by room, like a, a, a list for each room, like a list of rooms with a sub list of what needs to be done in, in each room. It's kind of like a, it's like here is the decluttering list and in it is a, is check boxes next to each room, but then there is a sub check, sub list yeah. of check boxes of what needs to be done. How long, what deadline would you give yourself for having the list of what needs to be done in each room? Um, Mid-April, because I'd have to go into each room. There you go. Mid-April. Um, and part part of part of my hesitation, part of the reason I put it off, it's not all my stuff. Oh, I forgot to ask that question. So to take to take it, not only is this a big house, and we've accumulated a lot of things in the eight years that we've lived here, but all of the things that we've accumulated are not mine. Yeah, and it's hard enough to go through and make a decision to get rid of your own things. but I have to get other people's opinion or approval or or gotcha. input or whatnot. And it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. Gotcha. But we're in a different life stage and I'd like to use this space more effectively. Awesome. My third thing yes. that I uh, have been putting off that I need to do is I want to rearrange the computer setup at my my desk where I do my work, where I do my consulting. Did you just do that? Not, not rearranging the furniture, my computer setup. Oh. So right now there is there my iMac is a big twenty seven inch iMac. That monitor never gets used. It never gets looked at, and I am constantly what the big one? Yeah, right there. Not the which one. The, the the iMac itself oh, that's in okay. front of the uh, window. Gotcha. I never look at that screen. Okay. It's just the computer 
and I but I never look there. That um, so I the only computer monitor I look at is the one that has the webcam on top of it. Gotcha. And so right next to the left of my monitor that I use every day is a stand that has four different iPads on it. Yes. So what I want to do is I want to take that those iPads and move it to where my iMac is. Okay. And I want to move my iMac next to my monitor that I have now so that my iMac and my monitor will be side by side. And then I actually have, once again, finally a two screen setup. The reason why I need to do this, quote unquote need, uh, is because productivity. I, there's so many times that I'm more efficient when I have a two monitor setup where I can actually have one one screen over here that has all this stuff and one screen over here that has all this stuff. Right now, I'm using what's called spaces and I'm minimizing and max, you know, full screening things and it's going back and forth and all that stuff. Why haven't I done it? Uh, one, it's it's a lot of wires, you know, and and it's it's just like ah. And number it's two, it's not just a simple pick up and switch them around. Exactly, I have to take it all apart, hook it all back up. Number two, that computer's old. It's like f- five years old, six years old now, and it has been a lot slower as of lately. It's it's and it's there's new technology that that software that's available today that I could use is only available on the newer hardware, this M1 architecture of silicon that Apple's come out with. And and so I'm like, well, why would I go and change all of this now if I might be getting a new computer altogether? And so that's what I'm doing. Uh, so that's why I need it. That's why I've been putting it off. Uh, am, I, am I ready to commit to action? And the answer is yes. And the actions that I'm committed to is making a decision within the next three weeks. So by the end, actually by the end of March, I'm going to make the decision. Am I actually going to purchase a brand new Mac computer with M1 architecture? If so, which one? Get that and then I will wipe everything that's there out and rebuild from new. Then the second one is if I choose not to buy a new Mac right now and just use what I have, then come the first week in April, I will just spend one weekend, tear it all apart and rebuild it and say, you know what, I'm going to stay a minimalist. I'm going to make this computer do what I want it to do until it crashes. And if it crashes, I still have my iPad. I still have my MacBook. I still have a backup iPad thing over here. It's not the thing. The only thing is, is every time I've purchased a new computer with new technology and all this other stuff, it always motivates me to go and create something to justify the price. And usually what happens is when I do that, I not only pay for the computer, but what I you what I created to pay for the computer continues to generate income. And I I think I, I'm leaning towards that. They just announced some brand new uh, computers yesterday. Um, it's called Mac Studio. But I'm I'm really that that could be an option. But I'm thinking more than likely I might get one of those MacBook Pros with the M1 Max chip, uh, which is incredibly fast and everything like that, and getting just a monitor set up over here and a dock, and where my laptop, basically I plug one cable in, and boom, it makes everything like what I have now, only with the monitor setup that I want, but then at any point I can just unplug that cable, put it that laptop in my in my in my laptop bag, 
and I can take it with me on a road trip or a weekend retreat or something like that. And I have everything that would be there on my MacBook. Hmm. So I, I, it more than it, it's it's a couple thousand dollars for a new computer, and I'd probably get two different new monitors and all this stuff. So it's not a decision that I'm going to make lightly, uh, but it is something that's on my list. I've been gotcha. putting it off. And, and, and one of the reasons I've been putting it off to, was to wait until they announced what new computers they are. And boy, did they, they made it kind of tough with this brand new Mac Studio computer that they came out because it's like laptop or this. And it's like, anyway. Gotcha. So, yeah, those are, so uh, the reason why we brought this up, actually we were looking for topics to cover for this particular clubhouse room and uh, also Family from the Heart podcast. We went to Barnes and Noble and found this great book that's called what was it called? Do you have? Can you say the book there? The, is it there? Do you have it? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? It's burn after writing. Okay, yeah. So it, it's a basically it's a journal and it's titled Burn After Writing. And the idea is that here are some journal prompts. You know, answer these questions and and if you want. You never have to share this. In fact, once you finish this book, just go ahead and burn it. But just the act of answering these questions. And so there's some... Well, I like this because there's a lot of people I know that walk around with, I need to do this, I need to do this. But you don't stop to explore why you want to do it. Why aren't you doing it? Are you ready to commit to it? And what was the other question? Uh, Is there a deadline? Is there a deadline? what, What actions are you committed to? So that's it. What are the things that you need to do, but you haven't done them? Why do you feel like you need to do them? Uh, why have you been putting it off? Are you ready to commit to some action now? What are a couple actions you could take? And is there a deadline? So hopefully that was beneficial to you. Stephanie, anything else you want to share before we end this episode? No, I think that's good. All right. Well, until next time, Stephanie, actually, we will. I should make a mention, you could join us live, right? Yes. Wednesdays, 3.30 p.m., Eastern time for the foreseeable future until May, because May, May we might actually slightly adjust this to be earlier in the day if we do decide to do our couples mastermind group starting at 4 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesdays. That's that's up in the air right now. We have one couple who's already committed. They are absolutely in. Mark and Lissette are going to be in our couples mastermind group. If you're hearing about this couples mastermind group, and you're like, hey, I'm an entrepreneur or my wife's an entrepreneur or we're both entrepreneurs and we work in our business together. We're married. We're a couple. Uh, we want to be in this mastermind group. I, I just want you to know it's $1,000 a month. We'll meet weekly. Stephanie and I will be facilitating together. And there will be other couples who are entrepreneurial couples. For example, Mark and Lisette. Uh, Lisette, I don't think, has any business you know, involvement, but Mark owns a cleaning business. He has a coaching business and all this other stuff. So that technically makes them an entrepreneurial couple. So just to give you an idea there, uh, but yeah, it's a thousand dollars a month. If you're interested, email me personally, cliff at cliffravenscraft.com. Put couples mastermind in the subject line and tell me that you're interested and I'll, I'll get back to you now. Awesome. Anything else, Stephanie? That's really all. Okay, until next time, we encourage you to live your life on purpose. Mindset and to